Please take your Bibles and turn to John chapter 21. John chapter 21. John chapter 21. John chapter 21, starting with verse number 6. And he said unto them, Cast the net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Therefore that disciple whom Jesus loved said, saith unto Peter, it is the Lord. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he girt his fisher's coat with him, for he was naked, and did cast them into the sea. And the other disciples came in a little ship, for they were not far from land. But as it were, two hundred cubits dragging the net with fishes. As soon then as they were come to land, they saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid thereon, and bread. Jesus saith unto them, Bring of the fish which ye have now caught. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to the land, full of great fishes, a hundred and fifty and three. And for all there were so many, yet was not the net broken. Jesus saith unto them, Come and dine. And none of the disciples durst ask him, Who art thou? knowing that it was the Lord. Jesus then cometh and taketh bread and giveth them the fish likewise. This now the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples after that he was risen from the dead. So when they had dined, Jesus saith to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my lambs. He saith to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my sheep. He saith unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, Lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus saith unto him, feed my sheep. Heavenly Father, I pray you'd bless the of your word. I pray, Father, you'd use your word today to challenge our hearts. May we have a greater love for you. Father, may we recognize that it's not just saying we love you, but it's showing we love you. Now, Father, bless in this service. In Jesus' name. Amen. I guess if I were to entitle this message, I might entitle it Fish on the Right Side or Are You, um, are you uh, uh, Fishing on the Right Side or Don't Just Say You Love Me, uh, Show Me That You Love Me. Lovest Thou Me More Than These? Show Me That You Love Me, Peter. Uh, show Me That You Love Me By Feeding My Lambs, By Feeding My Sheep. I want us to notice today the question of love and then the a quality of love, and then the quantity of love. The question, the, qual the quality, and the quantity of love. First of all, after Jesus gave Peter and his disciples a quick tutorial on fishing, isn't it amazing that Jesus is giving them the tutorial on fishing? I guess if we were to entitle it today, we might go uh, uh, fishing.net or uh, or fishing drop net on the right side, whatever, whatever, whatever. But uh, uh, throw it on the right side. 
throw it on the right side, and then they threw it on the right side, did as Jesus said, and they came up with 153 fishes. Um, the fish in those days, probably tilapia, some kind of tilapia. I, I looked uh, on the internet today, and tilapia is like the fourth most uh, eaten fi fish uh, today in our society. But uh, it was probably a, a Galilean tilapia type fish. Jesus and Peter are now involved in a serious conversation on commitment. And Jesus comes now with our first point, the question. The question. The question, lovest thou me? Lovest thou me more than these? That was a fair question, especially since Peter had denied Jesus just a few days earlier. How many times did he deny Jesus? Three times. Uh, what number did you hear often as, uh, or did we read often in this portion of Scripture? Three times. Three times. And isn't it interesting, 153 fish. I think Jesus wanted Peter to remember uh, not browbeat him with that number, but want to remember, hey, Peter, you said you love me. How many times did you say you love me? Three times. How many times did you say you're going to serve me? Uh, three times. Even though all the rest, uh, 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 all, all the rest of the disciples said, uh, uh, yeah, we, we may, you know, we're a little afraid about this. No, not you, Peter. You, you weren't afraid at all. You stood, uh, stood up and said, no, I am going to follow the Lord no matter what. Christ is very interested in our love isn't he? Um, remember in Matthew chapter 22, a master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus saith unto him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind is the first and great commandment. First things first. First things first. Love me first. Few things affect our lives uh, as much as our affections. Isn't that right? As much as our affections. Um, my wife and I, I was just uh, telling my wife, honey, it's been 52 years since the first date we went on. 52 years this weekend since the first date we went on. And uh, it's, uh, love is, love is, it's just great. And, and, and here in this portion of scripture, we see the Lord Jesus Christ is emphasizing this love. My wife will say, I love you, and immediately I'll say, I love you back. Uh, love is wonderful. My daughters, uh, my sweet twin daughters, still say, Daddy, we love you. And they still say, Daddy, we love you. Uh, I mean, they're 36, 37 years old now, still say, Daddy, we love you. My son Clint will come up next to me and put his cheek next to me and say, Father, I love you, and want me to give him a kiss. My granddaughters, uh, they're, they're such a blessing. And I have, grand, uh, I have uh, three grandsons and uh, two granddaughters. And right here in my Bible, these little girls, they come to my office and they write me little notes all the time. And like, I've, I've stuck some in my Bible. I love you, Grandpa, Autumn. And then here's one I laminated, Kate made me. Uh, I love you, I love you, I love you. And she's got a big I there, and then a heart, and then a U, and then it's Caitlin, and that's laminated. It's in my Bible. I, I love that. Uh, this week, um, uh, one of our members sent me a note. It says on the front here, Douglas Jackson. I open it up, and inside, Dear Grandpa Jay, I miss you so, so much. Thank you for all you put into our great services. I love you. I can't wait till uh, we can get together again, and uh, when this stuff ends, <laughs> when this stuff ends, uh, I can't wait until Aunt Tina and Uncle Aaron and the boys come down so we can have our Easter egg hunt. 
And <laughs> uh, love always, Tom. Love always, Tom. I love that. It's such a, it gives you such a warm feeling uh, when you talk about love. And then, you know, Caleb, he gave me a hug, you know, and, and J Jack and Will, they're, they're very affectionate. They love their grandpa. They'll FaceTime me and tell me they love me. And then church members. How I praise the Lord for you folks as church members. You know, some of our meanest, toughest, nicest, uh, I shouldn't say meanest, uh, some of our toughest men uh, have called me on the phone and at the end of the conversation telling me they've missed me, they'll say, love you, pastor, love you, pastor. That's huge in this time of COVID-19. And what an encouragement that is to hear of their love. 1 Corinthians 16, 22, if any man love not the Lord Jesus, let him be anathema. Loving Jesus is important. Jesus said in John 14, 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. Show me that you love me. Keep my commandments. In John 15, 14, ye are my friends if ye do whatsoever I command you. John 15, 13, greater love hath no man than this. A man lay down his life. For his friends. Wait, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. So we see by the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now catch this. Affection affects activity. Affection affects activity. Uh, in uh, John 14, we see it very, uh, very clearly. Uh, keep my commandments. John 15, do what I command you. And John chapter 15, if you love me. Uh, if, if a man loves another man, he'll lay down his life for him. Peter says, uh, well, you know I love you. You know I love you. Well, prove the sincerity of your love then, Peter. Show me. Feed my lambs. Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. This is the question. The question that's posed to Peter is not a question to make him feel insecure or browbeat because he did deny Jesus three times uh, uh, when the rooster crowed. But it was a, it was a point, uh, it was a question to show Peter his insincerity. How sincere are you with the Lord today? Seriously, think about it just for a second. How sincere am I with the Lord today? Each of us, if Jesus were to ask us that question, if he were to ask you, lovest thou me, what would we say? Is it a matter of just religious or is it re real? Is it reality that we really do love him? Beyond our words to our walk, that we're walking the way Jesus wants us to walk. If you love me, keep my commandments. You're my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Uh, greater love of no man than he'll lay down his life for him. Affection affects Activity. Recognize that. Understand that. Don't you just uh, don't just talk about it, but walk it. Uh, a lot have a lot had transpired since the Garden of Gethsemane, where Jesus was taken away. Peter denied Jesus three times. He had seen Jesus uh, crucified on the old rugged cross, and he had seen Jesus love. Uh, and with uh, his very own blood on Calvary. I love you. John 3.16, For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have 
everlasting life. This same Peter, take your Bibles and turn to 1 Peter 1, verses 18 and 19. 1 Peter 1, verses 18 and 19. For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers. Verse 19, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Again, John chapter 15, verse number 13. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Affection, affection affected his activity. He could have come down from that cross. He could have called 10,000 angels, but he stayed there for you and for me. He died on the cross of Calvary to obey his father and to show the father's love for us. And his love for us. Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. Isn't that great? Oh, the, the, wretched, the wretched man on, hanging on his right side would know Jesus and his power because he believed in Jesus and his power. And today thou shalt be with me in paradise. And he is in paradise with Jesus today. I guarantee you, even as Jesus promised. The Bible tells us, Romans chapter 5 and verse number 8, but he committeth his love toward us, and while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Why did Jesus put such uh, an emphasis on the question, do you love me? Because Peter gave up on following Jesus. Huh? We know people like that, don't we, Tom? They've given up on following Jesus. They've gone back to the world instead of stayed following Jesus. He went back to fishing instead of following the Lord Jesus Christ. Because Jesus found Peter fishing for fish instead of fishing for men, Jesus asked him, lovest thou me? Peter, oh yeah, I'll give it, I'll give it to you, Peter. I know you're discouraged. I know you're frustrated. I know you're living in fear. I know that you, uh, you were living in such fear that you had forgotten all about trusting in God. Instead of living by faith, remembering the words of Jesus, he was running for his life. His lack of faith had driven him back to the old way of life. It started when he failed to stand for Jesus as he sat by the fire and denied Jesus three times. Now he found himself faithless and fishless. And man, he, this is something he used to be able to do really well, fish. But now he can't even catch fish. He couldn't catch fish. And then Jesus says, throw the net on the other side. Peter, you getting it? It's all about following Jesus and following his words. That process of faithlessness is not unique to Peter. No, the other disciples were also having a problem with that. We can see that as we read in Matthew chapter 20, uh, 28 or 27. Peter was emotionally at a low point in his life after Jesus was taken out of Gethsemane. In discouraging times, if we let our spiritual guard down, the devil will do his best to defeat us. The devil will help us rely upon the flesh 
instead upon the power of God. It's so important that we recognize when we start relying on the flesh, there's no peace there. There's only fear. When we rely upon God, there's peace. Peace will I give thee. A peace that passes all understanding. It's our lack of recognizing the availability of the power of God that causes us to run with fear. His empowerment, his enablement comes because we trust in him. Instead of uh, greater is he that is in me, it's greater is the problem that's without. Instead of greater is he that is within me, it's everything around me is falling down. It is recognizing that God is in control. God was not surprised by COVID-19, by the way. Do you know that? God was not surprised. God's not surprised that we're in this situation we're in today. But God is there for each and every one of us, from the smallest child to the oldest person. God is there for us, and we can depend upon God. From that question, lovest thou me, to the quantity of love. The quantity of love. The phrase, more than these, the quantity, more than these, can apply to one of two things. First of all, do you love me more than the other disciples? Hmm. Peter had, uh, had time to remember, and uh, I'm certain he was remembering, as Jesus asked him this question three times. But Peter, remember how he boasted how he would never deny Jesus. Peter was very outspoken in his testimony. Remember Matthew chapter 26. Peter answered and said unto him, Though all men shall be offended because of thee, yet will I never be offended. Didn't sound like that when he sat around the fire with those who were questioning him. Aren't you one of the disciples? Peter was outspoken. But Peter was also in this denial mode. Performing better than the other disciples? I don't think so, Peter. John chapter 13, verse 37. Peter said unto him, Lord, why cannot I follow thee now? I will lay down my life for thy sake. Matthew 26, 35. Peter said unto him, Though I should die with thee, yet will I not deny thee. Likewise also said all the disciples. A lot of times we forget that. But they were all in the same boat. Jesus wasn't looking for a comparison. Was he, Pastor Dan? He wasn't looking for a comparison. Jesus wasn't looking for Peter to give some kind of excuse. Peter was looking, or God was looking to Peter for real love. Don't compare. Commit, Peter. So often, Christians compare themselves with other Christians. And as a result of that, they feel pretty good about their Christianity. But that's not the benchmark that we need to compare ourselves with. We need to compare ourselves with the Word of God. We need to recognize that God has a standard for our living. It's a righteous standard. 
We need to recognize that we are going to be held accountable for our love for God individually, not corporately or congregationally. It's not about comparison. It's about commitment. Actually, it's not even about commitment. It's about communion. Jesus wanted Peter's love. Huh? He wanted his love. Peter, you've already failed. Remember the cock crowing? That's why I've emphasized the threes. You've seen the threes? It's no mistake you've got 153 fish. Pay attention, Peter. So was it more than these, the other disciples? Second thing, it could have been Jesus could try to get Peter to understand that it was maybe about his fishing more than these, these fish, or more than these nets, more than the, these boats. See, for us as Christians, life is more than just making a living. It's about living for God. Huh? It's about living for God. It's about loving him and living for him, recognizing that it's not about making a living, but it's about living for God. You know, life isn't about COVID-19. It's about living for God. Don't forget that. And in this time, let's look for different ways we can honor God with our lives. I remember my dad would often tell us as we were working on a job, whether it was weeding a garden or washing the car or pouring concrete on uh, for a marathon gas station, my dad would say, step back and take a look at your work. How does it look? How does it look? Sometimes we were so close to our work, so close to the job, we missed seeing some things. Step back, Christian. Take a look at your life. What do you see? What kind of life are you living for the Lord? Do you see yourself living to make a living or living to love God. Tis only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. That little saying that was written in every Bible I had growing up. A little saying that helped push me uh, into the word of God. Recognizing that it was the word of God in my heart. That would cause my life to be the kind of testimony that God could use to the praise of his glory. The question. The quantity. The third point, the quality of love. Hmm. The characteristics of love will be manifested in feeding and feed my lambs, feed my sheep. If you love me, show me you love me. Show me. Share my word with others. Be involved in my cause. Life is much more than just fishing. It's feeding. It's involved in my work. It's involved in real Christian living. Jesus expected Peter to get involved in ministry in the cause of Christ. Love is more than words. Show me, Peter. It's deeds. Yeah, it's deeds. Doing or seeing uh, or serving the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the Lord. We are the servants. He's the master and we are the servants. Deeds will not get you to heaven. No. The only way to get to heaven is through Jesus Christ. Your works of righteousness uh, uh, will not get you to heaven. 
It's only by calling on Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. The Bible tells us, uh, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's only by calling on Jesus. If you have your Bibles, turn to Ephesians chapter 2. If you don't have your Bible, listen, to care, listen carefully as I read these verses. So very important because we have a lot of people today thinking they can work their way to heaven with good works. But that's not the case. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 8, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Then we see we're to feed the lambs, feed the sheep. Show Jesus we love him. Show Jesus he's a much greater. It's a much greater um, emphasis in our life is on following instead of fishing. Lovest thou me? I read about a pastor. His name was Harry Bonder. He's a pastor in Kansas. He was awakened at 3 a.m. in the morning by two state troopers who were knocking on his door. They were there to inform him that his only son's car had swerved off the road and burst into flames. The officers told him that eyewitnesses testified that the fire was so intense that there was no way they could get close enough to the car to pull his son out. Bonder, with tears flowing down his cheeks, quietly said, I think I would have. I think if I had been there, I would have tried love for his son would have compelled him compelled him against all odds to try lovest thou me what's stopping us from loving him the way he wants us to love him what in your life is stopping you from loving God the way you ought to love your God we just finished Easter it was all about God's love and how he sent his son to this world to die on the cross of Calvary for our sin. Then raised him again the third day so we could have victory over sin and victory over death. Oh, there's much more in life than, than just 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, 110 years. God deserves our love. Jesus deserves our love. The question I want you to ask yourself today is the question that rings in our ears as we read this portion of Scripture. Do you love him? Jesus said, lovest thou me. Father, I thank you for this time you've given us this morning. Thank you for your word and the power of it. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that we would step back from our lives and take a look at what kind of life we're building. Father, to see if we indeed are living our lives for you or living our lives for ourselves. If we're feeding or fishing. Father, I pray today that you'd use your word to speak to our hearts. 
Father, if there be someone here that does not know Jesus Christ as their Savior, that right now they'd bow their head and say, Dear Jesus, come into my heart and forgive me of my sin. Knowing, Father, that we're all sinners. The only difference between me and that person that's going to pray that prayer today is that I'm a sinner saved by grace and they're a sinner that needs to be saved. And Father, I pray today they'd realize they need to call upon Jesus and he'll become their Savior. Now, Father, be with Christians today. In this time when we're locked in our homes, we uh, are out of our routines, it's easy to start fishing more than feeding. And I pray to God today that you convict us and there be great commitment and even greater communion with you. Now bless this service. Use it to the praise of your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.